Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 225. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. And welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. As always, I'm joined by an amazing member of the Blueprint MCAT team. This week, we're taking a break from talking with Adam, and we are joined by Hunter an amazing member of the Blueprint team, another amazing member of the Blueprint team, who's going to come on and talk about really how do you decide between MCAT self-study versus a prep class. There are lots of options for you on your journey to MCAT prep. The far majority of students don't use any third-party prep. They just use the WMC material. Maybe they buy a book, uh, but they they don't use anything else, at least according to WMC polls and questions, surveys that they ask incoming medical students. But a lot of students do use, whether it's a course, a self-paced course, or a live online course, which Blueprint now has, or do you just use QBanks and full-length exams or anything else? And Hunter and I are going to have a great discussion around how do you decide that as a student. And I I try to do my best to to push Hunter into like obviously you work for Blueprint and you want to push Blueprint, but hey, like not everyone is going to use Blueprint. So how do we decide this for everyone? So hopefully this is a helpful episode for you. Let's go ahead and say hello to Hunter. Hunter, welcome to the MCAT podcast, the YouTube channel, all that kind of fun stuff. How are you? I am fantastic, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> Hunter, the non-pre-med MCAT nerd. There, there are not a ton of you out there. How, how does a, a non-pre-med end up as an MCAT nerd? Um, by just like really digging the MCAT. Isn't that like what everyone does? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no. So I, uh, I went through like the whole pre-med route in college. My undergraduate, um, I was like a biochem major. That was super rad. Um, Bill Nye was a real big inspiration when I was a kid. All that jazz. Um, and then I took a gap year. And in my gap year, I started teaching for a nonprofit, um, it was the Arizona Science Center. I used to live in Arizona. And uh, it, we were like uh, kind of like a, a young, like elementary school focus. That was our demographic. And um, I basically got to pretend like I was Bill Nye the Science Guy, right? <laughs> so like I would show up to work. I would go to the Science Center. I would pack up my science van with like lab equipment and gear and all this other stuff. And then just drive to schools all across Arizona. And I was the guy where it's like, okay, this Friday, like the science guy's coming and all the third graders go to the auditorium and he's going to do a chemistry demo and blow stuff up. And um, it was super fun. It was honestly like, don't tell, don't tell blueprint, but it's like the most fun I've ever had at a job. 
Um, and that gap year turned into like a gap two years, three years. And then I was like, okay, wait, I was doing a whole MCAT thing and like real talk, like it was a nonprofit, which meant I didn't profit. So I was like, I need to get back on track with this. Um, took the MCAT did <clears throat> like brush my hair real fast. You know, I did phenomenally well. Um, and then I realized that like, I actually love teaching and I also really like all the harder science. I didn't want to just teach mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell or like, you know, photosynthesis to third graders. So um, I figured like, let's do both of them and like, let's teach the MCAT. So that's kind of how I ended up where I'm at. Yeah. It's such a very common story for some of the best MCAT talent out there in terms of instructors to be former pre-med students, because that's how you got exposed to the MCAT to begin with. And then something clicks and you're like, I enjoy the teaching more than everything else. And see you later, doctor. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be an MCAT instructor. <laughs> Make my mom yeah, proud. Yeah. No, I, literally a hundred percent. My mom was a teacher my whole life growing up. And um, she was like, she always said, you'd be great at teaching. And my entire life, I was like, I will never be a teacher. I will <laughs> never, ever. And then like, you know, lo and behold, I fell in love with it. And I've never heard the end of it from her since. So there's that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm tired of talking about you. I want to talk about <laughs> the MCAT. Um, I, I really want to talk about uh, MCAT courses, right? Yep. Obviously, you work for Blueprint MCAT. Blueprint has a course. I, I don't want this to be a sales pitch for Blueprint, although we'll talk about what Blueprint has to offer. I want to talk about the most common question around the MCAT is, do I need to take a course? Yep. And if I'm going to take a course, how do I evaluate what I should do? And now yep. Blueprint offers an online course that I can just go take whenever I want. And they have now a new live online course where I get to actually talk to people and interact yep. with instructors and, and schedule some accountability and all of that kind of fun stuff. So let's start with the basic question. Yep. of for a pre-med student asking themselves, do I need a course? Should I save for a course? I, I can afford a course. That doesn't mean I should buy one. How do, you, how do you go about talking to a student whether or not a course is right for them? No, that's a, a really good question. Honestly, besides, you know, uh, all the, the physics questions and everything, that is probably the most popular question that I get asked by pre-med students is like, do I need to take a course, right? Um, and I usually tell students the exact same thing every single time. Um, it is that science doesn't change, right? Um, asterisk, like with new things being discovered, science changes. But like formulas aren't going to change. The mitochondria is still the powerhouse of the cell, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like that all is going to stay the same. Um, so it's not like one, one company over another prep company is going to like give you like the secret formula that no one else has, right? We're not like KFC. We don't have a, a special recipe. Um, <laughs> 12 herbs and spices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 chromatic equations, um, 12 <laughs> amino acids. Uh, there's way more than 12. Please don't study only 12. Um, so it, that's kind of where I start is like, okay, so the science isn't going to really change from one person to another. But like the big thing on whether or not you need in, as an individual need to take a prep course is you need to be super honest with yourself. Um, it is totally possible. Um, and this is kind of where like that prelude of like the science doesn't change goes is it is totally possible to sit and like Wikipedia, all the different science things. It is totally possible to go to the AMC website and pull up their giant list of like, here's everything that we test on the MCAT. That, By the way, that PDF with like, here's everything on the MCAT, it's like 
a couple hundred pages long of just like, here's everything, right? Um, you can totally go on Wikipedia. You can totally look up YouTube videos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you can also like sit and quiz yourself and give yourself like uh, practice exams and do all that other stuff completely independently. Um, but you have to be really like brutally honest with yourself, like have a real hard look in the mirror and go like, am I that kind of student? Like, can I sit down and like force myself? And like you mentioned, like a couple minutes ago, do I have the personal accountability to stay on track for hundreds of hours? Like it, you can't be a doctor in a weekend, like <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, you're going to have to, it is like active studying for hundreds of hours. It's almost like taking on a part or a full-time job for like three, four months in order to prep for the MCAT adequately um, and get like those high percentile scores that students want. Um, and then when you're like taking these exams and you're looking at how you did and you're like evaluating, like what is working, what isn't working? Like, do you have the, um, yeah. Do you, are you, are you accountable enough or do you have like the, the expertise and the strategic, like know-how of going like, okay, so I need to adjust X, Y, Z strategies. Clearly this thing that I'm doing isn't working in my personal prep. Maybe I should pivot and try this instead. And do you even know what like those new other things or other ways to prep, other ways to study, other ways to look at the exam and look at the questions? Like, do you know what those are? Um, and if like the answer to any of this is like, no, I don't have the accountability. No, I don't know what the strategies are, et cetera, et cetera. Then you might want to think about doing um, any kind of prep course. Uh, myself, I was two, three years out of college. Um, I didn't just like go, all right, cool. Hop into a Pearson center, take the MCAT and like boss it. Right. Like I myself took a prep course because I knew like, A, I was working full time. So Monday through Friday, I had a nine to five. Um, B, I've been out of school for several years, like uh, teaching, you know, younger elementary science. So I had that down. Don't worry. But like when it came to biochem and everything else, I was a little rusty. It'd been like two, three years at this point. Um, I knew Krebs did something, but I couldn't remember if it was a Krebs cycle or a Krebs rectangle. Like, so that's where I was at. Um, and so, yeah, I knew like right out the gates. Yeah. I'm going to take a prep course. They're going to give me that accountability. They're going to essentially curate my prep experience and show me exactly what to do and when, and it worked out great. I I'm super happy with my prep experience and that's kind of, I'll hop off my soapbox now. That's where I, how I answer that question of like, do you need a prep class? Like that's a personal thing. Do, do you, do you individually need one? Like it's possible to do without it, but a lot of students kind of find the help uh, useful and necessary. Yeah. I think it's, it's two different questions, right? Does anyone need a prep course? And do you as a human being need the support and structure of a course. Not, do you need a course? Do you need the support and structure of a course? And that's a completely different question. And I always use the, the kind of analogy when, when students ask me is during medical school and before medical school, I was a personal trainer <clears throat> at a gym. And, it, and during medical school, I was very limited with my time. Obviously I was in medical school and I was stupid that I was working in general because I should have been focused on studying in medical school. But uh, that's just a, a completely other story. <laughs> but because my time was limited, I worked, I, I was able to kind of pick and choose who I worked with. And the people who worked with me were people who were already very much in shape. They didn't need a personal trainer. They, they <laughs> knew how to work out, but they wanted accountability, yep. right? They wanted the structure and support of going to the gym, knowing that someone was going to be there, even though they had to pay money to do that when they could have yeah. just showed up and, and did their thing anyway. It's a very similar question. And I, I think there's a lot of blowback, uh, unfortunately, in the pre-med space that says, 
anyone who spends money on MCAT prep is, is silly, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're wasting their money. You don't need it. And yes, that is true. Nobody needs the knowledge and information in a prep course. That's not what the prep course is giving you. Yep. The prep course is giving you the structure and support. And yes, it's so powerful. You're right, man. Yeah. And, and so I, I think that's really the answer that a lot of students don't get. They go, oh, I, I can read books. I can spend $50, $100 on a used set of books, and that's all I need. And for a lot of people, that is true. And then there are other people who need that structure and support. And so if you are someone who needs structure and support, let's let's narrow it down and say, hey, like I know I, I can barely be disciplined to make my bed every morning. <laughs> I know for sure that I'm not going to be disciplined to sit down and study for three hours every day unless I know I'm sticking to a schedule that, that someone else makes for me or, or I'm told what to do. Uh, so I know I need a course. What's the next step in evaluation when, when a student is at that point? So the next step is um, finding out like what kind of course you want, right? Um, like you said earlier, there's really two different ones that Blueprint and, and pretty much everybody offers. There's um, like the online uh, asynchronous, do at your own pace, self prep type style, right? Where you get access to the course, you get all the resources um, and it's still a curated experience. So if that's kind of where your big struggle is, is saying like, hey, there's just so much going on. I don't know where to start. Um, I always tell my students, the MCAT, it is a mile wide, but it's only an inch deep, right? So you need to know a little bit about basically everything. Four years of undergraduate science all crammed <laughs> into one test. Like, good luck. Um, so if that's where you're at, you're like, I don't know where to start. I need resources. I know that. But like, there's just so much going on. Um, that might be your ideal experience, right? This self-paced online anytime and like the, the convenience factor of it, the fact that, you know, you can do it at two in the morning if you want to, et cetera, et cetera, is a huge, like, uh, you know, plus for a lot of people. Um, and really it, it is a totally curated experience. So one of the best things, um, unfortunately I, I did not prep with blueprint way back in the day when I was prepping, um, yep. because Casey can't tell from all my gray hairs, uh, I prepped for it a while ago. Um, Blueprint's great, and they still make me take the MCAT in order to prove I still know what I'm talking about before I teach classes. So um, I'm keeping up. I'm hip with the times and with the, the young MCATs and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, Blueprint wasn't around in my area, so I did not know about it. And it makes me so upset because it, had I taken a Blueprint course, like my life would have been so much easier. Um, the big thing about us, long story short, um, is our study planner. And I highly encourage anyone to check it out. Like You can do a free trial of it, um, and it basically does everything that we're talking about. It tells you what to prep and what to study and when to do it based on like your, your personal schedule. Like, Hey, I'm going to take the MCAT at this date. I can study for this many hours a week. These are the days that I can't study. So like don't schedule anything. And then boom, boom, boom. Like an algorithm just plugs out everything that you need to study. Um, which is so nice. Just saying, I, I don't know. We use enough of our brain when it comes to MCAT press. So being able to turn it off and just go, okay, what am I doing today? This, this, and this. All right, let's just chug. Right. That's going to be great. Um, so yeah, that's one of the best things I think about it is just being told what to study and when, and having to take that whole, you don't have to prep your prep if that makes sense. Right. So that's a fantastic thing. Um, now the other side of it is the accountability. Um, and this was the big thing for me. Uh, <laughs> there were classes in my undergraduate where I didn't go to every class. I would skip a couple because I knew the teacher would put a recording up or, it's just, oh, I was so tired that day or, oh man, there was just something better going on, right? So 
even with like an in-person class, sometimes like the accountability wasn't there. So I knew that if I was just on my own working nine to five, Monday through Friday, plus trying to study for the MCAT, like there's no way. There was no way I would do it. So there's, there's just something extra about having like a human being that is expecting you to come to class and to do your homework. And especially if you start to build up a rapport, which I do with all of my students. I don't know if you can tell, Ryan, I like to talk a whole bunch and I like to get involved with all of my students and we joke and we have a good time. And so like, I feel like if, if any of my students are listening, this is like the behind the scenes of my psyche and what I'm doing to you. Um, you know, if you enjoy hanging out with your instructor and you enjoy your time in class, then like you feel bad letting them down and you don't want to let them down. And there's that like personal accountability, like, oh, I'm expected to show up. I'm expected to do this. Yes, I have to do this in order to become a doctor, which is my dream in life. But man, I don't want to let Hunter down type of a thing, right? So that personal accountability is super useful for a lot of students. Um, And I was like the typical case of one of those students, right? Um, And I honestly think that's the case for most people. Like the the percentage of students who can sit down and like self-prep and be completely disciplined and do like six hours a day or whatever they're doing, you know, 20 hours a week, 40 hours a week um, and get in that like, 95th percentile and post on SDN and, you know, r slash MCAT and be like, look at me, I got a 523 all by myself. Like that is a super small percentage of people that are like that, just like that, have that mentality that it's not even type A, it's like type triple A, right? Like a crazy <laughs> personality type that can just do that. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're vibing with any of this, like maybe think about a prep course, like that's all I'm saying. It's not that bad. I, my class is a good time. So there's, there's a difference between it, this asynchronous self-paced do it do it on your own time versus what blueprint now offers with the live online course where when i sign up i'm saying hey tuesday is at whatever time that's the time that i'm available and i'm going to show up to class go through my lectures I'm going to come prepared, hopefully most days, and I'm going to learn, and then I'm going to go back very much like a standard course in school where, where hey, I'm, I'm taking this class. I show up to class. I go and I learn. Sometimes the teacher asks me to do some stuff before I come to class so we can talk about it, and then I go home, and I learn, and then I show up and take a test. So the the accountability aspect of that is very different than if I were just to go, you know what, I, I can do it on my own. I just need the structure support and and really all the information in one spot. That's that's better for me. Um, and let's talk about the live online course. What because Blueprint offered a online course starting in 2020, I believe. Um, yeah. And it's a great course and students love it. In my pre-med hangout, there's students almost every week saying, hey, I'm looking at Blueprint online course. Do you recommend it? And it's just comment after comment of I'm in it. I love it. I used it. I love it. All right. And, and students really love the course. What was the impetus to create a live online course where it's like, hey, now we have instructors and schedules and all this different technology and platform that we need to make? Yeah, that's a really good question. And um, yeah, I want to echo, like there's been just an emphatic, like heck yes response to our new course um, that we launched last year, April, 2020. Um, it's like one year anniversary is coming up. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like students absolutely love it. And it's because it kind of takes the traditional like MCAT prep model and like blows it up essentially into something that is um, essentially the only like modern 
prep course that I've seen. Um, instead of just like having three hour like recordings of a lecture and then here's a PowerPoint, right? Um, <laughs> we like break everything up into like these content modules. So there's like 150 of them and they're anywhere from 30 minutes to like an hour long each. They have like videos with animations. They've got little content quizzes. There's just, uh, it breaks it into like really digestible chunks and each chunk is like, you know, 10, 15 minutes long and then you move on to the next one, right? So um, it's just, it's this whole like, modern interface um, that everyone else can see. Um, I think it's fantastic. And there's no other prep experience that's really like it. Um, And then we decide, hey, let's take that that was built from the ground up to be online, to be delivered uniquely, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And let's add the live in-person element to it, right? And then I guess the the big thing that differentiates the two of them, A, the instructors. So that you have MCAT instructors who have been there, they've gone through it, they've like, drag themselves through the mud just like you are and they know what you're going through, right? So they can give you their expert opinions on like, here's what I did. Here's what worked for me. Like me. I've taught hundreds of students and I've seen all the different stories. Let me look at like what you're going through on it, like as an individual. And let me give you some personalized recommendations. So that's one. Um, two is the accountability aspect of it, right? It's super easy if you just have this calendar that says, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z on these dates as opposed to, hey, Tuesday, you're going to show up to Hunter's class um, and you know, we're going to talk about all the pre-work that we did. And then we're going to study things in class together. And there's going to be some homework. So there's that accountability aspect of it. Um, And then the third thing is this new online or live online portion of it. We've introduced 40 hours of brand new content um, that isn't available in the self-paced one. And it's not like we have 40 hours of like secret science, right? Like we're not, science is open source more or less. Um, What it is, is it's taking the stuff uh, that you've learned on your own, the content from the modules that, Everyone loves, right? All of the same online resources. But now like in class, what we do is we go through applying it to MCAT-like uh, passages and MCAT-like questions and like really getting into the nitty gritty of like the strategy behind it, how to approach certain questions and really like how to think like the MCAT. Um, and Ryan, like, I don't know, this is, I've heard this uh, a dozen times, um, more than a dozen, hundreds of times. It's like, one of the best things that you can do to help your score is to learn to think like the MCAT. Um, It's not just a content exam. It's not just memorize and regurgitate. It is strategic thinking and like understanding the test itself. And that's really what we focus on in our like in-person classes. So it's really like the best of both worlds, right? You, you study all the content on your own time. You go through all the modules, you go through this great online learning experience. That's like, built for, you know, online learning. Um, and then you take all of that stuff, you come to class, you hang out with uh, us, your instructors, all the other people, um, you know, all your peers and your, that are in the same like cohort as you. And you apply it. You sit down and go like, all right, like y'all remember this. Here's a brief like science refresher. Now let's dive into it. Okay, here's a passage. How would we attack this passage? What's the important stuff? All right, here's the questions for it. What do you notice about X, Y, and Z? And we're like training our students to just become really good at taking the MCAT. Like they are expert test takers by the time they leave our course. Um, and I think that's, that's an invaluable aspect that isn't just, you can't really pick that up from like Wikipedia or by doing like videos or something like that. Yeah. Unless you're really good at asking yourself those types of questions, but if you don't know the strategy behind it, then it's kind of useless to begin with. And so I, I think that was one of the biggest things that I saw was the, those 40 hours of, of lectures, quote unquote lectures are really based around strategy and, and how to train yourself to think and not here's, here's 
five other ways to draw an amino acid. I'm like, wait, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't need, to, I don't need to know that. Oh. Yeah. We, we don't sit and go through like force diagram drills and stuff like that. It's really like, okay, here's a passage. What kind of passage is this? Right. Let's go through paragraph by paragraph, right? We're timing you while we were kind of pushing your timing skills. Now, what was the relevant information? Like, Hey, did that 45 seconds to read this paragraph? Like, did you kind of skim over it and you didn't really adjust it? All right. So let's look at some of the keywords, right? Let's attack the questions. Like this question starts with, you know, assume that like, how is that strategy for this type of question different from one that says according to the passage, right? So there's all these different little nuances with the MCAT that like, it's really hard to pick up on when a you're super stressed about taking this like barrier exam that's going to determine the course of the future of your life, right? So like, you know, it can be really stressful for a lot of students. Um, and like, B, if, uh, if you just like are trying to get the MCAT over with, and you're not like an MCAT dork, like me and all my, my coworkers who have like lived and breathed the MCAT for a long, long time, longer than I want to admit, like, again, gray hair is shining through right now. But um, we spent so long with the MCAT that like, we're we're old buds and we're familiar with it. And we go like, Oh, this kind of question. Yeah. This is how you're going to approach it. Oh, Roman numerals. We've got a strategy for that. You know? So like there's ways to gamify the MCAT and that's like, that's the big thing that we kind of try to instill in our students. Yeah. I want to jump in and and take a look at the live online course in a second, but before we get there, I think there are going to be two different people both of those people are are saying, yes, I want the accountability of showing up, having a time where I know there's going to be an instructor waiting for me. And, and it sounds great that I can come prepared with some pre-work. But those two people who are both saying that, one of them is going to have the time and availability to do that pre-work, to show up prepared, and, and to leave that lecture ready to keep going. And the other student is someone who has all of the best intentions, but life gets in the way. And yep. and the pre-work and showing up for a scheduled class is just anxiety provoking because they don't know if they can do it or have the time to do it. Or for a week or two or three, they can't do it. How do you yep. how do you get those two people straight? So life always has like a really nasty habit of getting in the way, right? Um, that's why that's why the AMC lets people reschedule um, with an asterisk. <laughs> Sometimes they do um, <laughs> for a fee. Um, not yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah, no, 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 not not this year. We don't talk about this year. Um, but yeah, so we, you're totally right. Um, and that was kind of one of the big things that we thought about when we were making our like self-paced online course. Um, and it's one of the things that we carried over into our live online one too, because a lot of our students have stories similar to myself um, where they've been out of college for a few years and they're working and things might pop up, right? Um, they have other obligations, et cetera, et cetera. So it was one of the key, like it was one of the cornerstones that we wanted to preserve. And it kind of brings the question, like how do you preserve this like flexibility when you're really trying to instill accountability? And the thing that we did was um, essentially, yes, like you said in the beginning, you sign up for every Tuesday at this time, I'm going to show up to Hunter's class and it's going to be awesome. But if anything does come up, um, we let our live online students reschedule their, all of their live classes um, for any of our classes. So um, there's a couple of different reasons why you might want to do that. A, something pops up and go just go, hey, I can't attend class this Tuesday. So let me just attend this Wednesday class instead, right? Um, and it's a different instructor or maybe it's Hunter again, et cetera, et cetera. So you can just hop into someone else's class. Um, life comes up, no problem. Uh, maybe you want to just try out different instructors. We have 
dozens of awesome instructors and all of us kind of go through things in a little different way. Um, we all have our own personalities, right? So maybe you want to just check a couple of the instructors out, vibe with them, see who you like, and then switch your entire course from like, hey, instead of coming to Hunter on Tuesday, I'm going to go hang out with Joy and Emily on Wednesdays. You know, like you can do that on a whim. Um, so it really does let people just have the ultimate inflexibility while still having this accountability factor for it. Um, I know a lot of other, uh, it's kind of, it's a pain for a lot of people to do that with um, other test prep companies with us. You literally just do it from your student profile. Like it's two clicks and you're like, register for this class, register for that class. I'm done. Um, so we just kind of let people just reschedule unlimited times as much as they want. It's, it's super nice. Um, I would have taken advantage of it a ton um, just because yeah, my, my, my science center days were pretty crazy. Like some days I would just be doing turtle dissections with a fifth grade class until like seven o'clock at night when I was supposed to be done at five. So um, yeah, it's, it's super convenient. It's, it's just another like students first thing. Um, yeah. It makes it super difficult for us on the back end for like scheduling and programming all of this, but it's worth it because the students absolutely love the, the like flexibility factor of it. I think students that, that concept is is kind of foreign to a lot of students because when you're in school you're signed up for professor smith tuesdays at three o'clock and you're like oh i got something happen i'm gonna go sit in on professor johnson's class they're like you don't do that (laughs) you you're you have one class and one one professor and that's all and you can't change that and so it's it's definitely a foreign thing that again it's student first which is cool well, awesome. Let's. I want to dive into the platform and show your screen. And for anyone listening to this in podcast form, it's being recorded so you can go watch the recording so you can kind of see behind the scenes what this looks like for a student. So let's go ahead and show what this looks like here. Yeah. So uh, the first thing you see when you hop into your live online account, it's going to be um, your study plan, right? It is the crux of all of your prep, what you're doing, when you're doing it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So we ask you a series of quick questions, right? So here, when are you going to start your preparation? I'm going to do it tomorrow because hanging out with you today, Ryan, I don't want to prep today. Like, get out of here. And then the next thing it's going to ask is, what is your 16 lesson class schedule? So this is the live portion of it. We show you, hey, these are all the different ones that are coming up. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you're viewing this on YouTube at a later time, most of these probably won't be applicable for you, but they'll be updated. Don't worry. Um, and we also show you who is going to be the primary instructor for these. Um, and we have primary and secondary instructors for all of our live courses. So that's one of the awesome things about this. Um, we have two instructors that are live on camera. It's not just like one person that's droning on lecturing for three hours and another person that's like typing in the chat every five minutes or something like that. Um, it's kind of like what we're doing now, right? like, it's a two person like conversation <laughs> podcast where like two MCAT nerds just kind of nerd out about the MCAT and they go like, Oh yeah, like this is what I do. And here's this strategy. Like Joya, how's it work for you? It's like, Oh, great question. Like, that's really good. Oh, look at the chat by the way. It's like, Oh yeah, look at the, you know, so <laughs> it's, this really fun, like dynamic, um, conversation that happens. And like all of us on the blueprint team, like we all know each other. We all meet up regularly. Like we're really, we're, we're friends outside of work, even though, most of us, it's, it's been virtual. There is no outside for the past couple of years. It's, we've all been inside, but you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, the dynamic is really good. It's super fun um, for the students and for us, like teaching. It's honestly, I've taught a ton of classes and it's the most fun I've ever had doing it. So let's say I want to meet, um, I want my first class to be, eh, let's do May 4th, uh, Tuesdays at three o'clock. This is going to be my class. Shazam. 
Awesome. And I'm hanging out with Catherine. Yay. The next thing I'm going to do is tell our algorithm machine when I'm taking the MCAT. Um, and I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little bit later. I'm going to wait till August. Um, how many hours per week am I free to study? Let's imagine in this scenario, I am not teaching classes all the time every week. So I just have 30 to 40 hours to study. Um, and then which day of the week do I want to take my practice exams? That's going to be a Saturday because Saturday is full length day. So, um, and there's a nice little reminder here. Hey, by the way, you probably shouldn't schedule your full length on the day that you're meeting with your class because that's a lot of MCAT in one day. <laughs> so then the next thing it's going to ask is, um, what days do you not want to study? Um, you know that you have obligations happening, et cetera, et cetera. So like just cross off some days. So I don't want to do anything on, let's say, eight, uh, April 20th, 29th, and 30th. Um, I'm going to say no studying on Cinco de Mayo or the day after. <laughs> Need to recover. Um, and you know, same thing for 4th of July and the day after I'm going to recover a little bit. And then I know August 5th is someone's birthday, right? Whatever. Next, I'm unavailable for those days. Um, and then it's going to do a little bit of generating. It's going to take into account everything that I've said so far when I'm taking it, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's going to come up with a study plan for me. So here is my study plan. Um, and it's kind of spacing out, like, especially in the beginning, cause I've got a little bit of a longer prep period, like here's some things that you can do to get started and get warmed up. And now we're diving into your prep. So here's all the different learning modules. And here's my lesson one, lesson two, lesson three of this live course that I've scheduled for me here. So this is going to be like the backbone of all of my prep um, or of this hypothetical students prep, right? Um, And if you click on any of the lessons, it tells you, hey, here's all the pre-work that you have to do. Looks like a lot, but it is spaced out over everything else that you've done here, right? So this is basically all these different days of pre-work modules. It tells you what homework you're going to have afterwards. We have these lesson one handouts so that you can download the PowerPoint and like follow along uh, like while you're in the class. Um, we basically give everything that the student could ever need to them right here in front of them. Um, and hey, like if any of this doesn't work out for you, let's say like I can't study chemical reactions on Saturday, I'm going to move that to Sunday instead. And I'm going to move my amino acids to that Sunday as well. Like it's all drag and drop. It's the easiest interface I've ever worked with. Um, and I can import all this to like my Google calendar, like my iPhone calendar. So it's, it's super dope. It's one of the most helpful things for students, bar none. That's awesome. And, and then look at that, that pre-work again. So open up lesson one there. And this is what I was talking about. Like the anxiety in me is like, oh my God, that's a lot of work I need to do. But that's not on top of the other things I'm seeing on the calendar. That is what I'm seeing on the calendar. It's just organizing it here for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, you know, as you're going through this stuff, so let's say we're in the middle of our prep, right? We're in June here. Um, And you've got like these weekly lessons that are happening, et cetera, et cetera. You're going through all these different things. If you click on lesson six, this is just like a nice little checklist of everything that you should have done in between them. Um, But if you look like transcription and translation, that was last Friday, gene expression again, last Friday, emotion and stress, that was Saturday. So this is just like a nice, Hey, have you done everything you were supposed to do? Um, But yeah, it's, it's not all in one day. That's a lot. Like we definitely, we take student schedules into account, like do a reasonable amount per day. Um, We never overload you with like eight hours worth of modules on one day. Um, And speaking of the modules, like, they are themselves pretty short, right? So it kind of tells you estimated how long it should take. They're all between like 30, 45-ish minutes. Um, And if you go to them, you can do, um, you can test out of them too. So like not every student has the same strengths and weaknesses. Maybe someone's really good at transcription translation. Maybe someone's terrible at it. 
Um, they've never heard of it before. So in the beginning of all our, our modules, you can take like a quick little pre-quiz. Um, and if you get a high enough score on it, then you can just test out of this entire module. We go like, yep, you know this stuff. You've got it. You don't need to waste your time. Um, and it's just a more efficient way to prep. Yeah. Um, but if you don't pass it, that's totally fine. You can go through. We've got videos here. Um, and all the videos are awesome, by the way. Like we spent a really long time on them. Uh, there's like nice drawings. There's illustrations. They're all animated. Um, we're all really proud of these actually. These are all made in house. So we're not just like taking things off of Wikipedia and slapping them into our PowerPoints here. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's like quizzes midway through there's a final assessment at the end. And if you pass your final assessment, then awesome. You've done, you're done with this module and you can move on to the next one. Um, so it's really like, I mean, it's, I don't want to use the term handholdy because that makes it sound like it's a negative connotation, but this is literally like, here's what you need to study. Here's when you need to study it. And if you go through this plan, like you will be ready by the time I get down to my, my MCAT date down here, like I will be ready to pass this MCAT. Um, no problem. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's say lesson five is there June 1st. Um, I scheduled a a surgery, a small procedure that day. I am no longer going to be available. How do I reschedule that? It's super easy. Um, and this is one of the things I was talking about, like a cornerstone of this live thing that we wanted to still keep from our online anytime one is, Hey, we need to still be flexible because life happens. Right? So if I click on this lesson five here and I go, Hey, I know something's going to pop up here. I'm not into it. I can just unregister for this one. Heck yes. I want to unregister. Yay, it's unregistered. Lesson five is gone. And then if I want to add anything in there, I can just go to live upcoming and it shows me all of the upcoming lesson five. So if instead I want to do lesson five with Emily today, I can register for that one. Hey, if I want to, if I want to register for another lesson four with Kevin, I can register for that one. So it's really, really convenient. And um, this like registering for a second lesson four Uh, is kind of another thing that I didn't bring up, but like you can retake all of our classes as many times as you want. Um, It's not like you take it once and then you're done. You can't do it again. If you want to, you can retake lesson four, five or six times. You can retake it eight times, as many times as you want. Um, You can reschedule as many of your classes as you want. You can reschedule your entire session. Like if all of a sudden Tuesdays are off limits for you for the rest of your life, you (laughs) you can unschedule or unregister for all of your Tuesday classes and sign up for Wednesday classes instead. So it's really, really flexible um, while still maintaining like this accountability thing. And it's, I mean, it's all here in my student profile. So I don't even, I don't know. I don't know about you. I hate calling it like phones give me anxiety. So I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just do it all for my profile. It's super nice. Yeah, that's, that's really convenient. So the, the student is, is seeing that study plan and really working off of that, right? The the very, very old quote of, of plan the work, work the plan. And if life happens quickly, unregister and re-register for, for something. So that's awesome. And it, it works in the WMC material. It works in obviously outside of, of the live online lectures. It works in the other blueprint material. Um, so it, it covers everything, which is awesome. Literally everything. Like yeah. if, if you go through your study plan and you don't skip out on everything um, or like if something comes up, you just kind of drag and drop some of these modules to different days. Like it's super easy. But if you go through this whole thing, by the time like you hit test day, you're going to be set. Yeah. 
That's great. What else uh, did we not cover that's part of this new live online course? Because if someone's watching this, I, I did do a little mini review of the online course, which is the the kind of asynchronous course that Blueprint launched in April of 2020. So there's there's some of this in that video. Uh, but for the new live online course, is there anything else that we haven't talked about? Yeah, I would say just the fact that um, besides being able to unregister and re-register for anyone else's like classes that are coming up, um, we also have recordings of all of our class sessions too. Um, not just for like one like one instructor's class but if you want to watch you know the recording of another instructor or anything like that like you can do that super easily so it is um honestly like the ultimate in like flexibility meets a live online format um if something does come up and you just can't reschedule it like we can you you can watch a recording of it too so um I would obviously, I would say, please attend the class because like, man, it's super fun hanging out with the teachers. You get to ask questions, things along those lines. But um, really the, the, the live course itself is like such a good, just strategy and like application of everything. Like the modules themselves here, let me go back to my study plan. We went through like the modules and what's in there. Um, But it's mostly uh, let's, let's, let's take a look at like the genetic principles quiz. Like these are going to be discrete questions. Like, do you know your stuff? Here's a question, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if this is your first exposure to the MCAT world, discrete means it's not attached to a passage. Um, but yeah, it, they're, hey, what is like, what's the answer to this? Do you know your science content, right? Yeah. Um, and this is a really good way to just prep yourself for the content. But like we said earlier, like the MCAT is not a memorization and regurgitation test. You don't just memorize the science and then blah, like, here's science. I know equations and I'm done. Right. Um, what the live course does is it really does just give you like this. Hey, okay. You know, your science. Cool. Now let's look at a passage. Let's talk about how you would attack this particular type of question. So it's really focused on the strategic aspect of it. And like this live application of your science in the context of the MCAT, like through the lens of an AAMC test maker. So we really like that's the big thing that I want to get across is that we teach you how to take the test in these live sessions. Um, and not just like what's going to be on the test. We teach you like how to take the test. Yeah. Awesome. I think that covers the, the live online course. And again, it was a really good discussion just around courses in general for students and not just, um, not just what the new live online course has to offer students, but what courses in general can offer students and how to think about whether or not you as a student may want to take a course. So yeah, it's like one of those existential questions, right? Like, can I do this? Do I really need it? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, And I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're sitting there thinking like, do I need a prep course? Like just asking that question you're probably leaning towards yes, just because if you're a little unsure, you're not sure about whether you can commit yourself, whether you have the personal accountability, whether your content is where it needs to be, et cetera. Like it's always better to err on the safe side of things, especially if this is like your dream is to go to med school, right? Like that's my whole goal in all of my classes is to get students the points on their exam so that they can go to med school. Like yeah. that is it period. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to like, push anything or whatnot. Like I, I live for, I live for the dopamine hit of like students emailing me like two months after our class ends where they're like, yo Hunter, like 
FYI, this was my score and I just got accepted. Like, boom. And like, I'm like, yes, give me another. Like, you know, like that is, that is the apex of my, 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 my dreams as like an instructor and what I live for. So um, that's what we're here to do is really just like get people into school. So if you want a little bit of that help, you want some extra accountability, like come hang out with me in a class. It's a good time. I promise. All right. So there you have it. There was Hunter talking about self-study prep class. How do you, how do you decide these things? There are lots of choices out there. Some that cost a good amount of money, some that don't cost a lot of, of money. How do you decide what is right for you? Again, hopefully this was helpful. Go check out blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for a free account, right? That's easy. Sign up for a free account. You get access to their half-length diagnostic exam, their first full-length exam for free, their study planner tool, and so much more, including what is to be announced really soon, something else that I won't tell you just now. Go check it out, blueprintmcat.com. This is MedEd Media.